and Jason Dante We got a few things on our mind A few things that we wanna say We ain't here to start the drama But we will talk about everything except for your mama So sit back and relax and enjoy to the max While we talk about real life with a few laughs I know you feel the heat and yeah you feel the beat So go ahead and plug into this TMLP Yeah we're good for you, get your nutrition Yeah you're listening to Man Listen yeah, we're good for you. Get your nutrition. Yeah, you're listening to Two Man Listen. What's going on, good people? We want to welcome you all to another edition of the Man, Man Listen Podcast. I'm John Winfrey. I'm your boy, Jason Dante. Yes, sir. You know what it is. And I just have to preface before we go into this show. My bro decided to switch up the game. <laughs> and I don't know if it's the spirit of the holiday coming up or what this is about. He tried to explain it to me briefly, but I'm not buying it. This man is in a full banana suit. A um, full blown banana suit, y'all. <laughs> Unapologetically. Uh, I'm 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 about this. And so the deal is um, you know, at at, at my job, uh they're giving away uh some like Halloween costumes. And of those Halloween costumes they were giving away. One of them was a one-size-fit-all banana suit. (laughs) And so when I saw it, I'm like, hey, I need that. And so here we are. I'm doing the whole show in a banana suit. (laughs) And we actually talked about something like low-key serious, but what a way to start off. This is so whack of you to do this (laughs) to me. Oh, my goodness. So for today's show, what we have prepared for you guys, we want to talk about toxicity. I'm just kidding. But I am actually serious at the same time. We want to talk about how to have hard conversations with people that you love. Um, How do you initiate those types of conversations? And then as well as when you're on the receiving end, which Mm -hmm. I believe is like, even more difficult when a person comes to you and they say, Hey, I see you're struggling with this. Like, can we talk about it? That type of thing. And we want to talk Mm. about how to deal with how to identify toxic people and how to handle those interactions with those individuals. So Jason, let's kind of give context to this first so that people are, you know, we're all on the same page. Absolutely. So kind of talk about how we came, how we got to this point, and let's give some examples so people will understand, you know, where we're coming from. For sure. So as we're just planning uh, for this episode, um, you know, there's a few things happening, uh, like within pop culture right now, um, to uh, Justin Bieber, you know, he's a favorite here at the TMLP, uh, <sighs> but he, he has a song out called Lonely. And, you know, I listened to the song, watched the music video. And at the end of it, for me, I was just like, yo, yo, Justin, uh, do, do we do we got to talk? Like, right. you all right? <laughs> like, everything all right, bro? Like, mm-hmm. like, go and talk to somebody, please. Mm-hmm. Um, and whatnot. And maybe, you know, you know, we can get into that another day. But that was one of the things that sparked it. And then um, I saw that Ice Cube was in the news a lot lately. Um, for his contract with Black America. Um, mm-hmm. and so his contract with Black America and it's uh, the platinum plan. And uh, But the bigger thing of all that is that he was talking to the Trump administration. And so, you know, I believe pr- primarily the Black community in a tizzy, like, 
oh, you talking to Trump and okay, right. selling out and everything. Weren't right. you the one that said if the police coming straight from the underground? Like exactly. What's up, Ice Cube? And so, you know, him just kind of talking like, okay, no, here's the deal. Here, here's what's going on mm-hmm. um, and everything. And so those are kind of the things that kind of sparked it. Like, man, these are hard conversations or controversial um, issues that, you know, right. can come up. And so it's like, well, how, how do you really talk about those things? And how, how do you really, you know, make headway or, you know, make peace or whatever that situation needs? And so that's yeah. kind of how we got there, man. Got you. So for our listeners, we have two narratives that we want to address. The first one is being that of a person who is actually struggling with something. So say that of an alcohol addiction or drug addiction or something that is like very serious. Um, And nowadays we know that another big thing is depression, right? Um, PTSD, things of that nature, where a person you can tell it's, you know, open and obvious that they are dealing with this and, you know, you're trying to figure out what is your role that you play in that because you love and you care about this person. How do you interact with them? How do you help them? And then on the opposite to your point, Jay, about bringing up Ice Cube, we also want to talk about the narrative of how do you interact or address certain things when it comes to a person that you love that has either said or done or made a decision that is seemingly sketchy, mm-hmm. like this look real sketchy, bro. Like, like, like you man, said, you talking about that's the police NWA. Now we here. Like, mm-hmm. so how do you sit them down? And I dare say, I'm gonna bring up another example, bro. That uh, that I think will um, is definitely relevant. Lecrae, because for a time period, for for yeah. a period of time. There was a stint where it was like be, when he started going more mainstream with his music, people were mm-hmm. like, oh, wait a minute. Like, you know, you were all Jesus and this and, you know, whatever. And now you getting out here into the world. Like, so with music, we see that happen pretty often, right? Where, yeah. you know, certain moves or certain shifts kind of make people like, wait a minute. And you can only imagine how the people close to them may feel or the conversation that may take place. So let's right, open right. it with this. Just in general, when you find that a person using the Justin Bieber as an example, mm. a person has an addiction to something, say it's an alcohol addiction, um, drug addiction, or something serious, right? You see something right. going on with a friend or a family member that you love. Talk about how do you or how should you relate to that person? Like, is that something that you should be like, let's get this out in the open? Like, what is your approach to that? For sure. It's it it really is a case by case basis, man, Um, Mm -hmm. because, you know, since not every person is the same, Mm -hmm. every like approach to the situation can't be the same. So like like so for some, maybe that like, hey, let's just bust this thing wide open, get it out in the open. Maybe for some that's effective. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> Whoa, <man. laughs> that's an insider yep yep so uh, for others that kind of um action is going to make them retract even more right and, and 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 further you know delay any help or attraction we can get um to help them so i i think you know to to relate to them you really have to know them um i i, I feel like to for it to really do justice for you to like really um, make headway, especially with a sensitive topic like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's something where 
you you've had to build up relationship with that person to where they know if you're going to say something it's it's not coming out it's not coming out judgmental it's not coming out out the side of your neck or anything like that it's really just they they know you they know your heart they know your intent and so when your intent is in motion to say hey seeing this can we talk about it i think that's going to be more open than if y'all just kind of okay kind of cool um but like hey i see this you wrong you know i got you sense okay yeah it does it does so yeah that that's how i feel in 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 a general sense man got you what about you so when it comes to generally i definitely agree with you about being assertive about the situation and like taking into consideration the type of personality you're dealing with like you also have to keep track of past interactions that that person may have had with other people who have tried to address it right so especially in a family situation it's like you know you may have that auntie or that uncle or whoever that one ignorant family member is like well you know such and such is that they dealing with this anyway so we might as well like that type of thing and it's like Mm -hmm. yo like that's not we know that's not productive but you have to pay attention to the person's response because if they are responsive to that then I think it's like you have a better chance of actually, you know, approaching them about that situation and getting somewhere because when somebody came at them strong, they were open to it. Right. They were, Mm -hmm. they didn't shut down. So it's like keeping tabs on what do they actually respond to? Are they one to kind of retract themselves in general or like somebody is engaging them in it? Or do they want to talk about it? Are they willing to talk about it? Yeah. The only thing where this gets difficult for me personally is when the person is in denial. Oh, that yeah. is oh, that yeah. is like it's completely whack for me because it's like for me, and at least the the knowledge and understanding I have, like of course, you know, we are growing, we are learning. So for me, it's just like I don't know how else if we're going to talk about this, but for me to say what it is that needs to be said, mm-hmm. knowing that this is probably going to offend you because you have not come to grips with it. The only mm-hmm. other option I see in that type of situation is to not say nothing. Just keep your mouth shut. And I would say this, like the other aspect to this is I do believe that especially when you say you love and you care about somebody, your first course of action should be to be protective of that person no doubt and i and i've seen different cases like situations um i can say both close like personal to me and then you know like distant wise how that can you know how that's handled both both ways where it's like Mm -hmm. people were protective of this person and you see the benefits that comes from that and then other situations where the person was outed and then it's like especially like using Bieber as an example I really this is where I really feel bad and I, I spend I try to be intentional about spending time like praying for those people that are in the spotlight because mm. it's like once you're outed you have no there is no like I don't want to talk about this or nothing like you're seeing it on Twitter you're seeing it on all social media yeah. people are asking you about it all the time and then on top of that, they write their own stories. They take they they put their own twist on it. Mm-hmm. So it's just like that's where those are the two things that really like become a challenge for me when the person is in the spotlight and they get outed, like and they not 
in a position where they want to talk about it, that's whack. But then it's also yeah. like if the person is in denial, like that's a tough one for me. So to our listeners, I would we definitely want to get your input on this, like some ways if you know someone like and if you've been in a situation like that where someone has had a certain type of struggle or whatever the case may be. Um, and we're not limited. We don't want this to be like I know we gave some some loose examples, but it could be maybe the, the person's money management. Right. That's a mm-hmm. big thing. Like how you handle your money? Like, yo, yeah, yeah. you know, I know some people, they get tired of people coming and asking them for, to borrow money. And it's like, you spend your money on weed. You buy clothes <laughs> all the time. Like, mm-hmm. change your spending habits and you wouldn't have to ask me. Like, that's a big thing for some people. Yeah. So I think that's just where I stand on that type of stuff. Like on that aspect of it. Yeah, man. And I, I know we've, we've brought up Bieber to kind of just open this thing up. But also, um, as we were talking, also thought about like Demi Lovato, like, like that's, that's one that's um, has been, you know, widely publicized and, you know, her struggles and everything. And, you know, like, thank God she's been so open about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's been cool and all. But it's like, you know, while she was in it, you know, she like she's on the spotlight, but then she had a whole team around her that was just basically like attributing to it as well. And it's yeah. like, you know, that that sucks, man. Where it's yeah. like, like, yo, I need help, but no, yeah. nobody's around and like giving, you know, you that help or giving her that help and whatnot. And yeah, it, it just it sucks, man. So it's yeah. I, I definitely do feel for those because like we can make a mistake now. And we can keep it under wraps. We can keep it a secret. We can fix it. We can go to our wise counsel, our pastors, Mm -hmm. mentors, Mm -hmm. everything, um, and get to amends. But for Mm -hmm. the ones in the spotlight, that's so much harder. And even like as you get through it and get past it, it's still going to come up at Mm -hmm. some point in some way because Mm -hmm. nothing else. The internet has a long memory. So and the internet is undefeated as well. Like right now, it's it's got no losses. Now, I would say this as well, though, bro, like, I think that's the importance you bringing up Demi is a great example, because that's also shows the importance of not having yes men around you. Yeah. Like, so when we're talking about a a person that has a struggle or say is you like it's I that has the struggle, then it's like, I can't afford to have yes men around me. Mm -hmm. You need to have people around you that are going to be assertive. Like they're going to encourage you when it's, when like you've done something good, you've done something actually like, yo, that was really dope. Like kudos to you, man. Like that's Mm -hmm. what's up. But you also need somebody that's going to be like, all right. You know. Yeah. Like let's sit down and talk about this. I'm not trying to come at you sideways, but I see this. Can we talk about this? Like, I think that is a, a good way of approaching a situation like that to where it's like, listen, you know, I ain't, I ain't trying to, you know, hurt your feelings. I'm not trying to come at you, you know, um, all aggressive or whatever. But I think even in that, when we talk about our approach, you know, you should never, I've learned this as far as communication, you should never make accusations. You should always, mm-hmm. you know, ask questions first. Like, yeah, don't come yeah. in there like... All right, so you done you the worst thing ever in life. So let's figure out how we gonna fix it. It's like that's mm-hmm. not gonna work. Like, so I think that's that's definitely key 
in terms of when you're dealing with people like that are in that position. Now, bro, let's let's flip the script though. Yeah. What if the person is doing something that looks sketchy? How would you go about that? Like, how do you interact with a person? Because think about this. You know that if this is somebody you love and you care about, nine times out of ten, y'all hanging out and there's mm-hmm. conversation and stuff being had. So the stuff that comes to my mind is like, I wonder how Ice Cube's family and like his associates, if like they be at dinner or something and mm-hmm. they, it be quiet, they be like... <laughs> You go. You gonna ask it? I ain't gonna ask it. No, you go hear that. I, I ain't saying jack. Like, <laughs> right, right. So, so what's your take on that? Like, this person had done something. Let's say, let's say me, because let's make it practical. Let's say mm-hmm. it's me. Like, I'm out here. Like, man, Trump. Blah blah blah. Like, you know what I'm saying? How do you handle that? Like, it. You you really got to pause in that moment. It's it's hard to pause in that moment, but. You have to, because okay. if, if, if if you go in with how you're feeling immediately, like it's going to like you're just asking for defensive butthead, like you're, so you you're asking you go, for that clash. So in other words, you say if you if you operate off your initial reaction, you go punch me in the face. That's what you're saying. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I go sock you, but <laughs> I go sock you. <laughs> Oh, you get slapped though. <laughs> you you might catch a quick like mm, this, this, <laughs> this little up slap to the chin or something. <laughs> but okay, but it's, it's one of those things. A, a lot of times, our first initial reactions. Well, I'm I won't say for everybody. I'll at least speak for me. I know ninety seven percent of the time, my initial reaction will be too strong and not received well, and it's just. You know, it's it's impulsive and it's not conducive mm-hmm. to you know what the end result or end goal is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you really have to pause, take a sec, um, and also really have to think like, okay, in me bringing this up, what's the goal here? Like, what am I trying to accomplish? Like, okay, like like are like mm-hmm. are you do you just want to fight or do you mm-hmm. want to get to some kind of resolution? Um, and that's good marriage advice too. Like, you can't win the fight and get resolution it's one or the other so you say right. you gotta you gotta decide like which one do you want in this moment yeah um and i think having that like quick moment of pause can help you then approach it mm-hmm. with asking questions like you said because i feel if you go in like if you go in and even your questions are like accusatory like that's gonna make exactly. anybody you know yep. put the, put their emotional guard up and like exactly now nah, you ain't just gonna sock me emotionally and everything yeah yeah so because you brought up trump you know it even though it's so easy to go down this road you know to see somebody supporting them mm-hmm. a lot of times our reaction is man how in the world can you support this full racist bigoted mother piece of mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. uh, and that's the, and that's the initial thing but it's like you can't do that if you really it's like what's your goal do you really just want to berate this person or do you right. really want to understand what's the mindset that they have to support right. somebody like that uh, yeah man and so kind of coming back full circle you got to take that pause you got to think about what are you trying to accomplish and then ask open-ended questions to better understand where they're coming from Got you. You know, so before you're so ready to jump on, oh, well, here's what I think. And here's what I, you know, want to say to you. 
okay so i'm like okay so you're a trump supporter like oh all right uh so what what made you um vote for him what 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 made you you know bring your support to him what 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 about his stances and everything you know makes it that and then you can kind of start to dig a little bit more into it like okay what about these comments that he's made does that bother you should he mm-hmm. be held accountable mm-hmm. and kind of so more of those questions you get a fuller picture of right. why they may be saying something and then from mm-hmm. there you can then well hey here's just my my two cents and everything and maybe it'll end up as an agree to disagree or right. you know maybe get to some kind of you'll get to some kind of resolution right I like uh, that, bro. Yeah, bro. I think that's huge because you hit something big there in terms of what people's motive and intent is when they go to address a person. Mm-hmm. Like, especially in those types of situations where their decision or whatever looks sketchy, people already go into it disagreeing with that that decision or whatever looks sketchy. And so they approach it as such where they're saying like, okay, so... So you you down with Trump? It's like they approach it like that, like you mm-hmm. said, accusatory question. It's like you already starting out. Like <laughs> this is not gonna be good. You're not getting nowhere, and it's simply because you're putting your motive and intent on display. Yeah, through how you approach the situation. So I think that that is actually uh, very effective, bro. In terms of checking your motive, like you said, taking that pause and checking your motive and intent. Like, what's the goal here? Am I really trying to get reason with this person and understand where they are and, you know, talk about this in depth, like on a mature level? Mm. Or am I really looking to just sock them in the face? Like, (laughs) if that's the case, at least let that be known, like communicate, like say what you mean, say how you feel Mm. and say, listen, can we talk about this? Because I disagree with you on this decision. So if it's Ice Cube, we're talking about, and he's made decision look sketchy. Me, knowing how I am, I'm be like, yo, Cube, like, can we just sit down? Let's talk about this. Like, how did you get here? Because I know how this looks. And it also, like, I think for me, giving disclaimers helps when you when you're telling people where you're coming from and mm-hmm. letting it be known versus like leaving them to interpret what it is you're trying to say. Yeah. So like that's another thing. Like sometimes people make statements and they they generalize stuff, and it's like you didn't share where you were coming from. So now the person is left to their own interpretation. They're assuming you mean something else, and it's like no, I'm coming to you in this situation. Like I'm coming to you because I want to understand what was your whole intent with you know partner with them. Like what was said. Like can you help me understand because I'm not trying to write you off, but this does look kind of sketchy. So exactly. it's like, I think that kind of communication, you know, is more effective than what you were describing. Like, you know, how I think most of us do that. Like if we operate off of our reactionary behavior, mm-hmm. it's definitely going to be like, so, uh, they try I'm to be saying, cool. though. Yeah. They be trying to act like they cool, but it's like you boiling inside. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's a wrap. So right. yeah. And and another big thing, uh, you haven't said it, um, but just so it's said, you've already like demonstrated it. Um, I think just w- a big part in talking about these hard things, don't blindside the person. Mm. Um, because yes. I, I know with you know I've I've been on both sides. I've 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 been on both sides, and I've done it both. You know, I've done it the right way. I've done it the wrong way. 
mm. know, what I kind of did the wrong way of just like, all right, I'm going to give you all this and everything. You know, that person was extremely defensive and, you know, we didn't get to a resolution until honestly, I'd say like months later. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas where I come at it, like, Hey, this is what I see. Do you have time to talk about this? Can we talk about this? Mm-hmm. And so that's the thing in every example you gave, you're like, Hey, this is what I see. Can we talk about this? Right. That's a way to not blindside somebody, mm-hmm. you know, because you blindside somebody, you're, they're going to be immediately defensive. You know, if you really want to talk to somebody, if you really want to address something that you see shady or address something that just seems off, just again, what, like, what's your intent? Do you, are you looking to blindside them? And then if so, you're just looking to win the fight. And if, I mean, if that's your goal, okay, that's not going to resolve anything. Right. Otherwise it's like, I don't care how you feel. It's like, Hey, this is what I see. Can we talk about this? Do you have time to talk about this? Or when's a good time we can talk about this? Yeah, man. So there are a couple of things I just want to say, want to insert right here. To our listeners, we definitely want your input on this as far as when you have a family member or friend that has a obvious struggle uh, where it's like they need help. How do you initiate that conversation? Should you or should you just uh, take a more protective role where it's like, hey, I'm going to wait till they're ready to talk about it. They come to me like give your thoughts to that as well as how do you address friends and family that have made sketchy decisions that you disagree with, uh, which is what Jason and I, you know, just dialogued about now. I also want to say this because we've used the example of alcohol addiction and drug abuse. Um, I know that, you know, that's a very sensitive topic. There are um, a lot of different cases and things going on out there. So please do not interpret this as us speaking as like the authority on this. We definitely are putting this out there because we know there are individuals that need help. And there are also individuals out there that want to help but don't know how to. So Mm -hmm. just keep that in mind as we're going through this conversation because this is designed to help bring positive results, to strengthen relationships, and to help you know when it's okay to like cut it off, like yeah. which which we'll get to in a second. But just mm-hmm. to our listeners, please give your input, especially if you have experience in this area and you know you have things that you know will help, even if it's resources. Yeah. Um, I think that's something we'll post later on. Some resources you can use to refer people, you know, especially when it comes to those type of serious situations. Um, you know, we mentioned Bieber, like he had to go through rehab, all that stuff. Like it was bad. Yeah. Um, Demi even as well. So um, since we brought up those examples, just wanted to mention that. Now let's talk about this. What happens when you get pushback, bro? You you're you you've addressed this. You tried to you know make peace. You tried to reason. You tried to understand. What is your approach to that? Like, do you have degrees? Like, some people have degrees. Like, all right, if if I try to be cool the first time and, you know, I'm asking questions, I'm doing everything, y'all saying, like, all right, the man, listen, podcast, they told me to ask questions, not, you know, cute. okay, cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's step one. The person says, in so many words, forget you. I ain't trying to talk about this. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Like, get out of my face. Okay, so is there a next step? Is there a next degree or how do you approach it? Like, what is what's your say on that? It, it It's tough, man, because like. What do I, you I do? Guess, Don't give me it's tough. Now, we know it's tough. That's why we talking about it. <laughs> give me, what do you do? For for me, I, I, I'll let you alone to your own devices. <laughs> that's, that, that, that's 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 kind of me uh, because. 
if in getting that kind of response, like, you know, e- even if we try to go about it as tactful as we can, as sensitive mm-hmm. as we can, to be as, you know, listen, you know, listening as closely as we can, asking questions, mm-hmm. after all that, it, I, I still get venom back. Mm-hmm. That tells me, okay, you're you're not ready to deal with this. And mm. now, like, now I have to put up a boundary because I'm not going to beat my own head in so much right. to try to force you to get you to talk about something you're not ready to talk about. Right. You know, um, and I mean, yes, I'm a, a podcast host, but in my real life, I don't have that much to say. So if, if I'm going to open up my mouth and say something to you, and whatnot and all i get back is venom i'm, I'm not gonna say anything else like okay at least, okay at least not in that moment okay so so now is this based upon the relationship because think about it bro that's easy to say but i'm just and i'm just asking mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. like what if it's somebody that is close to you like I'm talking about really close, like blood, like somebody you really, really care about, your brother, sister, mom, that wife, like somebody like that's in that inner circle, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you still have that same approach? Like I, I'm only gonna tell you one time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm more or less. Yeah, at, at least at least for a good amount of not a good amount of time, but at least for a little bit of time. Like, like I'm I'm, I'm a try and. And for, for me personally, if I'm at the point where I'm talking to you about it, I've thought about it a good amount of time ahead of time before opening my mouth to say something to you. Got you. And so I already kind of got everything, what I want to say. I'm already kind of filled up with it. And now I'm at the brim to where, okay, I can't think about this no more. I have to say something. Gotcha. And so after I, I say something, if it's still not received, then it's kind of like, okay, maybe down the line, I'll try again where it feels like you're ready to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. But if your actions tell me, you know, words matter, words matter life and death and power of the tongue, but um, I'm, I'm big on actions. I'm big on what you show me. So if you show me that you're still not ready to listen, then I'm, I'm not going to try to force it. I'm just going to, you know, just kind of sit back and, you know, Got you. just pray, pray for you. But I also like now there has to, I have to create some space because I, I can't be so in it and I, I can't be like, you know, trying to pound it down and no, mm-hmm. we're going to talk about this mm-hmm. because now now it's not turning into a resolution. Now it's just turning into a fight and I'm trying to fight you to get get you to do something you don't want to do. And I'm not yeah. one to force no grown person to do anything they don't want to do. So got you. Yeah, it, it was just kind of like, all right, well, it, it'll come back around hopefully eventually. But you, you obviously not ready right now. So, all right, got you. Okay, okay. <laughs> How about what about you? Are you one to keep at it, or are you one to the bow out? I'm one. I'm a mix. Hmm. I would say I'm a mix in this in the sense of if I come to you. And you give me pushback. You don't want to talk about it. You don't want to, you know, want me saying nothing. Okay, cool. At that point, I'm going to be like, I'm more prone to be like, listen, I'm going to give you your space. But just understand I love you. I care about you. And this is the reason why I'm even approaching you about this in the first place. Mm -hmm. But in the meantime, I'm going to back up. I'm going to give you your space. Now, I'm still going to check in. 
Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to be very intentional with a person like that and check in. Do you need anything? How you doing? Like, just show love. That's the type of person mm-hmm. that I am. Like, especially if I see that it's something that's severe that could really, like, I'm talking about life-altering or could, you know, end your life even. Like, that's where I'm going to be like, okay, I'm here. I'm going to let you know that I'm here if you need me. Like, mm-hmm. if there's ever a situation, you know what I'm saying, I'm available. So that's my approach. Um, and thankfully, I would say there have been there have been a couple situations where it was like, you know, I could tell there was a struggle going on, but not nothing that like, thankfully, we I was able to talk about it with the person, you know what I mean? Gotcha. Um, mm-hmm. So I haven't, I can't say that I've been in a situation where it has been somebody that's like seriously close to me. And you know, they had a, a obvious struggle that was like, this could really damage your life, like long term. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's hard for me to even speak to that, because it's like, I don't know. I feel like the closer you are to me, the more I am inclined to be like, nah, we going to deal with this. Like, because mm-hmm. I don't want mm-hmm. you to die. I don't want this to happen to you. I don't want nothing bad, you know, to happen. So. I think that does weigh in there some some type of way. And I, I mean, For we sure. see it too. Like we see it with families and friends all the time where the, like the one person is trying to help and they don't, try, they don't stop trying to help. And some get through and some don't. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, that's where I think to your point you mentioned earlier, knowing the person is definitely huge. Like knowing what they respond to yeah. is, is going to be critical. But then also being able to be assertive and like knowing when to how you interact with that person. That's the challenge right there. And yeah, for me, that would be my, that's, I think that's my general approach. I, I feel that. Yeah. And, and definitely if it's something more like, like you're in danger of like really like harming yourself and everything then in that it's, it's like, okay, nah, like we're, we're going to take, even if it's not maybe me, you know, talking about it, mm-hmm. like more, more likely than not, um, you know, I'm going to reach out to somebody or reach out to like, okay, how, how can I have this conversation? Or can you reach out to them and some, I'll still be working in the background, even if I'm not talking mm-hmm. to them in that moment. Got you. But if it's something not life or death and it's more just like, Hey, here's a way that, you know, like, like I, I see you living or doing something where I know you at the root or your character is better than this. Mm. And, you know, we're having that conversation and it's not like well received. And that's when you'll get my previously stated reaction of like, okay. Got you. And the lean back. Mm-hmm. Just so, okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Got you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So to our listeners, we want to thank you once again for tuning into this episode. We're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Thanks again for listening to the Man Listen podcast. Again, we ask you all to like and subscribe to this podcast. In addition to share this podcast with your friends and loved ones. In addition, us here at TMLP want to encourage you all to go vote. You should be registered already. Make sure you go vote, whether it's in person, whether it's a mail-in vote, whether you have an absentee ballot, whatever the case may be, make sure that you go out and exercise your right to vote and your right to be heard.
What's going on, good people? Welcome back to the Man Listen Podcast. We thank you all for tuning in. And in this episode, we're talking about how to have the hard talk with a family or a friend, a family member or a friend. And also, what we're about to get into is very interesting because there are a couple of different things I think we need to address in regards to quote unquote toxic people. Yeah. So before we went to the break, we were talking about, okay. What is what should your response be to a person that you're trying to help that is giving you pushback? So I think that is a very fine line because I think we both agree, Jay, it's, it's based upon the type of person that you're dealing with, mm-hmm. how they respond to situations, and then being assertive in how you should approach them based upon that. So absolutely. Um, now, let's talk about this. What defines a toxic person? Because we all have struggles, we all have insecurities, we all have things that we can be better in. So what what is that real criteria that you can say, if you see this, this, and this, these are like three or four clear signs that this person is definitely toxic. All right, bro. So I know you just asked me, how do you define a, like a toxic person? But I'm actually going to go ahead and touch past that right back to you. <laughs> I, I, I need a quick second to think about that, man, because I, I got mean, you. It's a, it's a great question. So I got you. So touch pass. How, how, how do you determine if somebody is a, a toxic person? Yeah, this is this is a tricky one. Like it's, it's tough to answer. So mm. I'm going to say this. One of the dead giveaways to me is like a high absurd amount of selfishness mm. like so if you're talking mm. to the person they always talk they always make it about themselves when you hanging out and say you in a group of people it's about them what they want to do well i think we should do this and i think blah 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 um decisions and choices that they make is based upon what's going to benefit them like mm. selfishness to me is a dead giveaway like this person dead is probably giveaway. And the thing is, they may not be toxic to themselves, but they toxic to you because they don't have your best interests at hand. Right. They're not Mm -hmm. thinking about you like that's not a priority. Um, So I would say that I would say another. Day giveaway is when you talk to a person, you know, generally how the narrative of the conversation is even if it's something that is like heavy news even with trump or whatever right so like a a subject matter that is you know maybe you got to talk about somebody is sick or whatever like just paying attention to their overall demeanor Mm -hmm. and their like overall attitude is their attitude and demeanor one that is positive yeah like and that and what i mean by that is if you if you are hanging around somebody and they're down and you can tell that they're sad or, you know, they're upset about something. It's like, it makes you stop and pause because you know, that's not their norm. Yeah. So a person that is constantly like normal, when you, when a person show up and somebody asks you like, what's wrong with that person? You'd be like, oh, that's just, that's just, that's how they are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's just them. Like that mm-hmm. might mean they kind of toxic. Like, just saying. Look a little radioactive. A little bit. <laughs> Just think you might have a tinge. Like <laughs> so yeah. So I would say those two are like big, big um dead giveaways, like big indicators in terms of their that person's level of toxicity. 
I'm going to say. The mm. last thing I would say that comes to mind is, does a person reciprocate to you what you give? Mm. So once again, it now this this is where it gets tricky because, you know, sometimes we do certain things, we have a certain way of operating, and there are certain things that need to be addressed. So like you and I know this, Jay, because we both married. Like there are certain things that you probably did early on in the marriage that, you know, the missus didn't care for, Absolutely. you know, and vice versa. So there had to be a certain type of level of communication that took place to address those things and say, like, I really don't care for this. Can we change this? Like, mm -hmm. I would really appreciate it if you, you know, wouldn't say this or you wouldn't do this this way. So in friendship and in relationship, it's the same way. Like, you know, whether it's brother to brother, sister, sister, it don't matter. So I would say that, like, after you've had some conversations, you have an understanding of who both of you are and you've made certain things known and the person still is not reciprocating and honoring you know, what you're asking for, requesting. And it's like, that person might be toxic, you know? For sure. And then just on a petty note, like if you saying stuff and then people coming to you telling you what you said. Oh, ooh, yeah. Ooh, like, I, well, I only told one person. Like, right. you know, so you find out. Yeah. So it's like, just little stuff like that you can pay attention to that will tell you, you know, where a person really is. What about you, bro? Yeah, man. Um, I, I, there's a couple of things that you said that, you know, I'll just touch on again. Mm -hmm. Um, as far as the whole, like that, that gossipy part of it. Um, I, I think that's a, a good indication that you might have a, uh, at least a toxic trait. So I'll, mm -hmm. I'll, well, let me first preface in this in the ones that I'll say, like, if you have two or three of these that are like constantly, always there you're a toxic person i would say mm -hmm. we all can have toxic traits that doesn't make you a toxic person right but if, but if some of these are like lingering and long-standing then yeah you you might be a toxic person mm -hmm. so as far as a trait that might get you to be an toxic person the whole gossip like if if every time i interact with you we're talking about like somebody else like like, mm -hmm. oh, did you hear about such and such? And oh man, I can't believe she did, and I can't believe he did. Mm. And all like if mm. every time I talk to you, it's focusing on somebody else's business, mm. that that's toxic because that, that's not helping that person. It's not uplifting yeah. us or whatnot. It's not, yeah. you know, it's not like why other reason are you bringing it up other than just like, you know, to talk about it? Like our like, are you bringing it up so that we can pray about it? All right, then let's pray right now. Like, mm -hmm, no, exactly. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we, you just you just want something to talk about. So, I think that's one thing. Going along with that, I think a person that like thrives in drama, like, like always something has to be going on um, in them. Like, anytime you talk to them, like, oh man, now this is happening and this is going on and this and this and it's like. Like, is your life ever okay? Like, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, so like, Big facts. like, so if you have to just like wade in a pool of drama and everything, mm -hmm. that that's, that's toxic, man. Because every time like you pollute whoever comes in contact with you, mm -hmm. um, plain and simple. Mm -hmm. Then also along with that, the whole uh, negativity aspect that you kind of touched on. Yeah. Like, like if, if, if I, 
Like if I'm gospel before I come to see you, like in this race that we run. No, what? Oh yeah, strong finish. (laughs) (laughs) Or no, what's a more updated song? Um, (laughs) I don't know. I don't even know. This is how I fight my battle. No, no, no. So, so, right, right quick, y'all. This is a hard sidebar. We're going to get back to topic in a second. But when I tell y'all I cannot stand that song for the life of me, stop singing it. Every church, every pastor, every worship leader that's under the sound of my voice, don't sing that song no more. Oh, this is man. how I fight my battles. This <laughs> look like I'm surrounded. Oh, I can't stand it. That that joint makes me sick. Oh, oh that's good to me. Yes, sir. Between okay. that and I'm chasing after you. <laughs> no matter uh both of them. Let's just rest them on the glory. Anyway, so <laughs> if 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 you're if you're there in the morning, but mm-hmm. then you're like death metal, you feel like <laughs> death metal after you interact with that person. Like I'm straight, like screamo, like Dah! like <laughs> what? Like like the like the double kick jump and everything. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> so like, if that's how you feel after uh, that interaction, you probably got a toxic person on your hand because probably you, you you got polluted, man. You 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 got some stuff <laughs> on you. So so okay. So look. Yeah. So look. Oh, were you gonna say something else? One, right well, there. one, one last thing. You touched on it, but I'll just like touch on it again. The okay. whole thing, like, if it's every relationship is give and take, right? If the relationship you have with this person is you give all, and they take all, mm. and they never give anything back, mm. that's toxic because goodbye. You know, because the relationship should be as iron sharpens iron, so does yes. one man sharpen another. Yes, and so if they're not, if they're not adding anything to you, but always mm. just taking, taking away your 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 uh, happiness, your good vibes, your money, your what whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. And then, like in your time of need, there's they're nowhere to be found. That's toxic AF. Yeah. So bye bye, bye bye. Yeah. Be blessed <laughs> mm-hmm. as you go. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> go with God. So look, okay. So check this out. I guess this is not necessarily a question. Mm-hmm. It may become one, but I got to get this off my chest. We got to be careful with this whole toxic thing because there are some people that try to blame everybody else to say everybody else is toxic. But I got a news flash for you. You the one that's toxic. Looking a little sewage. <laughs> like, you the one polluting everybody you around. Yeah. And I'm and people be like, well, what do you mean? First of all, let's check your Facebook statuses. Mm. Let's check your posts. If you're constantly talking about what everybody else has done to you and what everybody else ain't doing, blah, blah, blah. Like, just sit back and take stock and think about who let them into your life. <laughs> Hello. Like, let's just start there. Like, I'm that's. They didn't who get there the, by happenstance. Who was the hiring manager for these individuals 
that are that are somehow bringing toxicity into your life like mm-hmm. it's not everybody else all the time man like it granted it happens from time to time but it's like come on man if you're the person that's always talking about you know i'm not gonna let nobody mess with my good vibes and my like that Ooh, bro that like, makes me I gotta, sick i gotta get free i'm just getting free this is the man listen podcast get free like yes. in 2021, let let me say this. Let that die in this pandemic, okay? Let please. that be one of the ca- like let that be something we just leave in 2020, please. Mm. Like don't get don't go into the new year talking about some, you know, you know, people just messing. I ain't gonna let nobody's energy and all this stuff. What is all this talk about energy and vibes <laughs> and all of it? Like <laughs> you you control that number one. But then mm. number two is like if you're constantly making these accusations about what other people have done to you and what they said or whatever the case, then I I have like I have a tendency to start looking at you like, hmm, hmm, you look a little sketchy, like because that's just like where does this come from because and why why is it why if it's perpetuating itself, it means that you're allowing it. Yeah. To an extent, yeah. Like, and, and there there are some exceptions. We know sure. that. But yeah, bro, I just don't, I'm not with that. Like the whole, like, you know, I just, you know, P, I ain't gonna let nobody into my, you know, my space and my messing up my energy and my vibes. Like, yeah, man, that's that's aggravating. I'm sorry. I'm that sorry. And, that and the and the shout out to the haters. Oh, I why are you I addressing the haters? The bigger to my haters, y'all thought I wasn't gonna be ish, but I'm here now. And it's <laughs> who's hating on you? You have 200 <laughs> friends, yes, like, yes, thank you, thank you. Who's hating? Thank you. I guarantee, you so out much. of those 200, maybe one is checking up on you. Let me just maybe. say. If a person, if listen, especially if you're an artist or something, if somebody, if one person says they didn't like your music, they thought whatever you did was trash. If somebody, if one person says, "Man, I can't stand the man, listen podcast, they terrible," blah blah blah. Newsflash: that does not constitute haters, plural. That's <laughs> one person. <laughs> That's one person. And even if it is a group of people, that's not like a majority. So stop tripping. I, oh, I, I can't stand it. And, and and I bet I posted this on my Facebook, man. But I bet those probably the same people that be um, like doing boomerangs with the middle fingers up. <laughs> that let that die as well. That's so stupid. Put your middle finger down. If you're above the age of 25, oh, man. you don't need to be flicking off nobody. Just hey, man. Go, go. This- Go budget or something like listen. <laughs> listen. So the so the moral of the story, I think what we try to say in general is when we're talking about how to address toxic people or even toxic situations, you have to be emotionally mature enough to be able to address and recognize within yourself what is attracting me to this toxicity. If it's an intimate relationship, you know, that's a whole nother thing where we talking about, you know. Yeah. Uh, the man or the woman is talking about, you know, they just, every time I put my heart out there, I get played. It's like, well, what are you attracting? Being emotionally mature to take stock of what the decisions and things you are making that play a part in being around toxic people constantly. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's another aspect to it. But let's talk about this 
before we wrap this up, bro, in terms of when you're dealing with a toxic person, we've identified some of the criteria, some of the indicators. Now let's say, okay, you know, this is a person that you love or care about or have loved and care about at one point, but now you realize, man, this ain't working. This is not where it's at. Like, this is not productive for me. How do you address it? Do you address it? Do you just go ghost? Because some people do that. Or, like, how do you handle that situation? I wouldn't recommend going ghost. Like, that, that nine times out of ten, that's corny. Like, you know, it, at least. Like, Is just, it, though? Yeah. Just give okay. me a cake. It, mm. I, I feel like more, more often than not, it's, if it's somebody that you really care about, Okay, that's the prep. If it's somebody that you really care about, yep, that's the yeah, question. You, you yeah, right. yeah, you you should you should definitely communicate. Okay. Um, but you know, but if it's more somebody like more acquaintance ish or more friend ish that where like the relationship isn't as critical and pivotal, mm-hmm. then yeah, maybe you need to go ahead and ghost. Like gone, <laughs> gone, <laughs> gone. <laughs> like the uh, like the Simpsons, uh, uh, like the Simpsons meme. Oh where he, like, man! Where he fade into the bush. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it, it might have to be kind of something like that, man. But um, yeah, uh, I'm I, I'm never a fan of, and this is another way that you know you got a toxic person if they're always cutting off somebody. Toxic. Mm. You're toxic. Cause cause if you always cutting off somebody, like. Like oh they they like they dead to me I'm I'm cutting them off like I ain't messing with them no more. If you always not messing with somebody, then maybe it's your own self that you don't Ooh. need to mess with. Like, hello, my but, God. I'm just saying, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 never like, not never, but it's not as effective to like be making these announcements of like cutting off people mm-hmm. rather you should, you should make healthy boundaries though, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and cause gotcha. you know, cause some, some of the people that now granted, there are some people that you should cut off and, and you know, that's another conversation for another day. But if, if it's like a critical relationship that you've identified, like, I like I do really sincerely want this person to remain in my life and you know there there is good and I've seen it they just have some issues and stuff that they're working through right now that's where you need to just create boundaries where got you you. like if you know like okay when I talk to this person they have a tendency to go negative maybe maybe you need to set a timer of like okay (laughs) I'm gonna give you 15 to 20 minutes right after after that all right well hey let me chat with you later i gotta go Mm -hmm. like setting Mm -hmm. those kind of healthy boundaries or even like even just outright saying like hey honestly i don't have the energy to like hear what's going on with you right now um and i really would rather (laughs) be in a place to where i can be so let's just talk about this later i'm sorry that is so that's hilarious I can't. Don't to our listeners. Please don't say that to nobody. No, go ahead. No, you can't say that. Absolutely can, bro. You can't say I don't have the energy to deal with you right now. You absolutely can. Like, yes, you can. That's so shady, man. I mean, oh, I mean, well, (laughs) well, definitely don't like say it in that way. Like, hey, I, I ain't got the energy to deal with you right now. No, (laughs) like. 
don't break it down like that, but you can't say it in a tactful way, like okay, yeah, like hey, like hey, I like I definitely want to hear how you feeling and whatnot. I'm sorry, I had a long day too. I just don't got it in me to mm-hmm. you know to hear that right now. Or or I can't talk about this right now. However you want to spin it, it it's it's getting <laughs> it's getting across the same message that this right here, right now. We ain't talking about this right here, right now. No, 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 no. I'm no. sorry. I'm so sorry. That just that just threw me. we got you. So, so yeah, so some some people do need to get caught off. Some people do need to be distant. But mm-hmm. for the critical relationships, you just gotta create more healthy boundaries. And yeah, with that, it may feel the other person may feel like they're getting ghosted, but it, it's not a ghosting. It's just you don't have to. I you don't have to like say, I'm setting my boundary with you right now. No, just right. Just set them, and that person will learn. Like, okay, I know not to go here with that person or I know not to make those kind of jokes or make these kind of references or talk about in this way with that person. They'll learn. Right. Yeah. That's how I feel about it, man. I feel it. What would you say? So I think that once again, you have to take an assertive approach with toxic quote unquote toxic people. You have to be very careful how you handle that situation because if they're argumentative or aggressive or or anything in that type of vein you trying to talk to them or tell them like this is not working out it's not gonna work out for you because they are argumentative or aggressive and in some situations you know we know this is real life they are abusive with their words or whatever the case so they may become offended or defensive and then just go off and now they're saying a whole bunch of stuff that's like wait a minute how did we get here from me just saying like I wanted things to change. You know what I'm saying? I want things to be different. So I would say that's the first thing is, you know, being able to assess like what type of person am I really dealing with here? If I go to them, I try to have a conversation. Is this actually going to be productive? The second thing is like, I agree with you, Jay, you hit the nail on the head. Got to set boundaries for some people. Um, But to me, I would say as long as you know, inside your heart, you're not on the drama like if you mm. if you really are not on drama yourself, then it's easy for you to establish those boundaries and it's easier for you to cut people off in the sense of retracting yourself from being as close. Mm. So to me, it's not even I don't ever feel like I have to necessarily cut people off in a sense because mm. if as long as I'm not invested in the drama and in the same things that's bringing that toxic that toxic nature into the situation mm-hmm. naturally we're going to grow apart very true very true so it's like sometimes just you getting off the trash that you once were on and just growing up that will eliminate a lot of issues because naturally just by you being yourself and the the more mature version of yourself it creates separation Mm-hmm. from the people that you know are still on that trash so it it's like you know what i'm saying so i think that's something we had to take into consideration that's why i think you know really taking stock of um what you are on being able to identify yourself like wait a minute what what toxic stuff i got going on inside of me that's attracting this because yeah. wait a minute i control my circle so i think if you take that approach like that helps, you know, with that process of not even having to address certain things. Now, 
you know, I will say there are exceptions where it's like, you know, I remember in my past when I was younger, I just had to flat out say like, yo, don't send this to me no more. Don't, don't talk to me about this no more. Like, I don't, I'm not talking about that anymore. I'm not on that. Like, yeah. and it's yeah. not a knock to you, but I just can't talk about that. I can't do this. No- whatever. You know what I'm saying? So That's That's you real. have to have the courage to stand up and, you know, speak up for yourself in that regard and establish that. But I would say, you know, just to address, cause I know we said this is another episode. We talking about what is the criteria for cutting people off? I'm going to just put it out there real quick. Any type of situation that's abusive, no, sir. Like, especially if it's, you know, physically abusive or whatever, that's a that's obviously a toxic person. Like, right. So you got to cut that off. Yeah. And and also with that, we're not going to go too deep in that uh, specifically because like trauma bonds, like y'all, we understand that's a real thing. Yeah. Um, my wife is a social worker. We know a lot of dope uh, counselors. Um, my sister is a counselor. Cultivate mm-hmm. counseling. What's up? Um, and everything. Yeah, yeah. So like we we know we we know all that. So we're not getting into the thick of the woods of when it's a ab- abusive relationship. So once again, we're not the knowledge experts on this. So right. We just, keep that just, in mind. Simp- just simply saying any situation where it it becomes a loss, like a complete loss on your part. Yeah. And that's emotionally, yeah. like whatever the case may be, that's something that you have to take into consideration. And be able to like accept. Now, here's the other thing, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say this. I'm trying to help somebody get free. I feel like somebody, you know, <laughs> I feel big meats coming I sense, on. I sense. <laughs> I sense it. <laughs> somebody needs to hear this. This is the thing when you're talking about dealing with toxic people. It's not just being able to deal with the drama within yourself or the issues within yourself. But it's also being willing to be by yourself. Be patient. Everybody, Mm. for some reason, want to have friends and want to be liked by everybody and wants to, you know, have attention and, you know, followers and likes on all their posts and they want everybody to support them. How about you focus on investing that into the people that you know around you that you love and care about and then take stock of who reciprocates it and be cool. Like, make friends with yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's huge, bro. Because, it like, is. especially now, bro, people are so caught up in hype. And hype is not real. It's not real, y'all. Like, it's not real. So, we got to really think about, like, we talking about being emotionally healthy. That's a whole nother thing. That's a whole nother episode. For sure. But that whole notion of being emotionally healthy, it's like, you're hurting yourself because your focus is not even in the right place. You don't even know yourself. Right. You don't even know what you like. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? So I think that's another aspect to that as well. Absolutely. I digress. I digress. So on that note, we're going to wrap up this show. We're about to get up out of here, y'all. Um, but as always, we welcome and encourage your feedback, your thoughts. I think for me, at least, I don't know about you, Jay, but I'm really interested to hear back from our listeners please you know send us your feedback in in regards to this because i know (laughs) we got some we got some people that's gonna give some interesting takes so um definitely look forward to it make sure you like and subscribe to the podcast tell a friend and uh till next time this has been another edition of the man
listen. Podcast. I'm John Winfrey. Jason Dante. Still been in the banana suit. So. <laughs> I'm gone till next time. God bless y'all. Yes. Man, listen. Hey, good people. Thank you for listening to the Man Listen podcast. Please like, rate, and subscribe our podcast on Google, Apple, and Spotify. And go follow us on Facebook at the TMLP Show.